beautiful friends and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. This is going to be a little mini episode. I just had to share this. I was sitting in my backyard getting some sun on my face, soaking up the backyard nature. And of course, when I choose to just relax and rest and like take a moment of peace, ideas come flooding in. Ideas always come to me whenever I'm um, not looking for them. It's almost like my the the need to want it, the resistance drops and the ideas can flow in, the muse can whisper. So what I want to share with you today is one of the biggest things that has helped me as a recovering people pleaser. I like to say I'm fully recovered, but I don't think my highly sensitive nature and the ability to kind of pick up on facial cues and emotions and energy, you know, I, I will always kind of be able to sense what people are saying through their words. But the beautiful thing about healing people pleasing is your ability to then notice how obvious it is when people are, in fact, people pleasing. I have an example, like uh, one of the, okay, let me give a more anonymous example. So imagine a scenario and a woman was like, oh, do you, you want to sit and rest? I can go put this away for you. And I said, no, no, I could do it. She's like, oh, thank God, I really want to go, right? And so because I didn't take her up on her people pleasing in that moment, she didn't actually mean what she said. And it just kind of creates this cringy feeling when you realize someone's not saying what they mean. They were just saying it to be nice, but it's not genuine. It's not authentic. So one of the biggest things that have helped me with being a people pleaser um, is not taking things personal. And so there's been two books that has just been like life-changing that I've read over and over that have sections all about not taking things personal. So I'm just going to recommend those because that's where a lot of this teaching has come from. First one is um, uh, The Four Agreements, and one of the agreements is not taking things personal. And a lot of the things that I share on the podcast come from these Toltec teachings, and I love them so much, and the ability um, to create our own dream state, and they teach that we're all in a, in a dream state in our own world, and we can be able to create heaven, we can be able to create hell for ourselves. Um, and one of the biggest things is to create a life of peace is to not take things personal. Assume that nothing is personal, right? Because most of the time we assume it's about us. If someone cuts you off while you're driving, you, you know, you can make an assumption that, like they're just a jerk or an asshole. Or, or, oh my God, I must have done something wrong, right? Normally people process situations as it's everyone else's fault or it's all my fault. And a lot of this audience, I already know, process things more of it's all my fault. That's why I teach so much about self-love and processing emotions, especially as someone who's highly sensitive, you're going to feel there's going to, any type of criticism can create a sense of spiral when we don't have a strong foundation of self and our strengths and who we are and what we care about and and creating a sense of purpose through taking action on things that we really care about. You know, and being able to create a vision and a goal for what it is that we're wanting so we can be able to step into it, so we can be able to work towards it. And so I'm gonna do a little straight shout out um, right now, 90 Day Goals for Sensitive Souls is my new coaching program that is launching and starting um, February 22nd, 2022. So many angel numbers. I love it. Two, 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 two. So this program is a 14-week program where each week we're meeting on Zoom and I'm walking you through a process of how to set soulful and strategic goals. We have inner work of how we are able to cheerlead for ourselves and process emotions to get into alignment, to feel our best, right? And then we also have external work, which is creating the structure and creating the schedule that we need to really be successful. 
And so there's a lot of different things that come up, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of anxiety, especially if you've never been successful with setting goals in the past. Like if you, if you know, cause this is for the person that you know what you need to do, you know what can be done, but your own emotional state gets in the way of being able to take action or just there's distraction, there's overwhelm, you're hyping yourself up. And it's how can we slow it down in order to take action and move forward and make ourselves proud. So that's what this program is about. And it's starting soon. It's going to be a small group. So space is limited. Um, and the link is going to be in the show notes if that's something you're wanting to join. So coming back to not taking things personal, when we start practicing not taking things personal, this is what ends up happening is you give people the opportunity to say what they mean and mean what they say. Because if you are someone who's experienced people pleasing and you're a recovering people pleaser, you probably had parents that you learned to people please with. And it's kind of this unconscious manipulation because we're manipulating situations to be more peaceful. We're giving people what we know they want to make them more comfortable. And sometimes it's a win-win for both of us, but oftentimes it's a it's a win-lose. It's a win for them, it's a lose for you because you're not you're not creating conditions for you to feel your best because you're giving away your power and, and, and almost sacrificing your own joy for a moment of perceived peace. But it's not actually something that's sustainable because you're constantly overgiving. So that's, is, this, is this resonating with you? Like, give me a hallelujah. I can't hear you, but, <laughs> um, but I feel you, okay? So what happens when we start to practice not taking things personal? Again, we give people the chance to say what they mean, mean what they say. We also then start holding ourselves to that standard. So in the moments when you're, when someone's asking something of you, you get to practice mindfulness, okay? You don't have to, you get to, okay? You get to take a deep breath and you really get to check in. And if you don't know the answer, then practice saying, I got to get back to you. I got to look at what's on my plate and I'll get back to you. Because when you start to um, actually organize your schedule, so meaning if you say yes to something, you actually mean it because you're saying what you mean, you mean what you say, you're not taking things personal and you're not letting other people take things personal. That's huge because something that happens so much, especially with highly sensitive people, is the stories. There's so many stories that get created about what you think the scenario will be if you say this versus that, right? And so it's like getting out of your own head and really checking in with you, yourself, and I of like, what do I want? And then naturally, when we are in relationship, there's different times that we, it's not 50, 50 and we're giving a little bit more. And that's not what I'm talking about. Like that's beautiful. We want to have healthy relationships where we're giving and receiving and there's a exchange of energy. What I'm talking about is when you're pissing yourself off because you're over committing and you're not being able to say no. And maybe you're over committing and people pleasing with yourself and kind of getting into this fantasy of what the, you would like to get done in a day, but there's a part of you that knows it isn't actually possible because you haven't been building those habits to to be able to complete that much, right? And that's okay because we want to be able to have incremental steps of growth. The same way we're going to be able to practice people-pleasing. There isn't a pass or fail. It's just incremental moments of growth and the times of conflict, you know, especially with people-pleasing, not taking things personal and not assuming, you know, what someone else might think. It's it's opening you up 
to states of discomfort. Because something that's very common with people-pleasing is wanting to rescue a scenario to bring it back to peace because you're uncomfortable, right? And so what that can kind of show up as in a day-to-day life is you're upset with something. You don't like something. And you're faced with that moment. Are you going to say something? Or are you going to stay quiet and people please with silence because that seems easier? You're just going to do it yourself. You're not going to ask for help, right? Because you assume that they it's going to be too much or you're going to ask too much. Or, you know, if I ask too much, then I might love might be withheld from me. You know, that's at the core, the core belief of the inner child is, you know, I don't want to be a bother just in case I, I, I am not able to get the same amount of love that I want. So I'm going to try to be as agreeable and easygoing and non-confrontational as possible so I can be able to keep the peace because that's the way I've learned how to do it my whole life. Is this resonating? You feeling this right now? So oftentimes say you're upset or say, say someone's upset with you. This is a big one too. Someone gives you something that's constructive criticism and you could be able to soak it all in or you could sit and you can look at it and you could choose like, am I going to take this personal? Because this is the part that there's a lot of freedom and liberation. Any criticism that someone gives you is a projection of their own internal criticisms. Any judgment that people throw at you is a reflection of their own internal judgments. So I know that if someone in my family says something to me about my weight, it's because they have insecurities about theirs. If someone in my family goes above and beyond to share their medical research of why they think I should do something different, it's because they have insecurity about it and they want to have control over a situation they don't feel powerful in. And so they want to share that with me because they feel that way. So they assume I feel that way, right? And so learning to not take things personal frees you. Because yes, sometimes things might, someone might say something to you or judgment or criticism. And if it rings true within you, it's going to feel like it's going to be painful. It's going to hurt because a part of you believes their words. But this is when you get to take a step back when you're regulating your own emotions and really look at, okay, everything that they're saying is from their perspective, their own self judgments, their own inner criticisms. And it, it doesn't have nearly as much to do with me as it has to do with them. Some might even say it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Think about times where you've been critical on other people. You were probably critical towards them on the exact things you are critical of yourself with. I know for me, like the times where I've been critical of people around me for their cell phone use, it's because I was critical about myself and that was something I was working on. So the things that you are working on, be aware if you are projecting that to the people around you and be aware when other people are projecting it onto you. Take nothing personal. Stay in your own lane. Connect within your own well well of knowledge, you know, your bank of knowledge, because you have innate knowledge. You can trust yourself. We just have to create um, environments to build that relationship with self. The same way you would nurture any relationship that is new that you want to get to know and create intimacy and connection with, what do you do? We look at the five love languages. We spend time together. We do things for each other. We buy things for each other. We give affection and love, right? Different acts of service, whatever it might be. And so how can you practice doing that for yourself with yourself? This is why I teach meditation and journaling because we want to create intimacy with ourself 
so we are aware of what is going on with our own world so we aren't projecting that onto people around us. So we can create better, healthier relationships so we can set ourselves free, right? So, whew, I just went on a rant with this one, but it felt so fucking good. <laughs> it felt so good to talk about this because it's so important. And it was definitely a pivotable, pivotable, pivotal moment that changed the trajectory of my life when I started integrating this and truly felt the truth of this that everyone is projecting their own limitations through their own judgments and criticisms. Everyone wants to feel safe. And the way people go about feeling safe looks different. Some people shut down. Some people open up. Some people blame others. Some people blame themselves. Notice the patterns of how you normally react to situations. And practice giving yourself a moment and taking a deep breath before you respond or commit to something that's asked of you. If someone asks you to do something and you've already made plans and you know that it's a no, but you start to feel bad, just know that I call it the feel bads. The feel bads are normal when you're setting boundaries and boundaries are created for more intimacy. They're not created to shut people out. They're created to bring people closer together in a way that both parties feel safe and people will feel deeper connected to you when you heal the pattern and habit of people pleasing. You don't need to control situations. Conflict is healthy and it's okay to be uncomfortable and misunderstood. That's what I wish someone would have told me years ago. It's okay to be misunderstood. The people that want to understand you will ask and will hold that space with you. The people that don't and aren't willing to sit with you and have those conversations, then that's your answer. Let them go. It's okay to be misunderstood. Take nothing personal, okay? Do your best. Speak your truth. And honor your no, <laughs> okay? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. Before I go, i got to give one more reminder. 90-Day Goals for Sensitive Souls is starting soon. And this is a 14-week program. Each week we meet on Zoom. And I'm walking you through the process of setting strategic and soulful goals. And creating a system for you to process your big emotions and be able to regulate them so you can have healthy coping skills when overwhelm or anxiety or different hormones start to throw you off whatever rhythm or pattern. Like we need to learn how to adjust with these seasons and cycles of being highly emotional. And that is why I created this program. That's for you. Okay, it's time to make yourself proud and feel empowered. And when we have a vision for what we want, we can start to create the steps to move towards it. And when we're creating progress, it creates so much happiness in our life. As humans, we really get a lot of joy when we know we're making progress in the direction of something that we want. So you'll learn a process of setting long-term goals and short-term goals that you'll be able to reuse in your life over and over and over again. And also the mindsets and the heart sets. It's the inner work. It's the energetics of how do we feel about what we're doing? You know, the emotional connection is huge. And so instead of trying to put that aside, let's use it to our advantage because your passion is fuel when we can create um, trust and safety in the body. And trust and safety in the body is a regulated nervous system that can feel calm and productive, that can show up to changes and challenges in life 
um, and have tools to be able to process those emotions. So that's why I created this program. And I know that there's very specific people that it's going to be for. And so I'm so excited to see this group uh, come alive and, and take shape and take form. Um, it's like planning a party. The party's going to be so fabulous. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm always hanging out on Instagram at Kelsey Lowe Show. If you know someone that needs to hear this episode, send it to them. If you had any aha moments, send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear about it and support you and what you got going on in your life. Again, thank you so much for being here and tuning in to another episode. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.